Episode 160, Part 3 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm two-pack-a-day Morgan Freeman. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds nothing like your Morgan Freeman. I know. As I was saying, two-pack-a-day. That's what we sound like. It's me, Morgan Freeman. I can't even do it now. It's like that range in my throat is gone. Yeah. You know? Right now, it's too busy going, oh, just shut the fuck up already. (laughs) Sounds like Morgan Freeman took a package. <laughs> uh, it's me, Morgan Freeman. Hey. <laughs> Oi. Love Haven. Uh, so, hi, folks. Just a, just a little bit more and you'll be done. <laughs> wow. This is, you know, part three. Come on, I'm encouraging them. <laughs> Come on. You've made it through two parts. <laughs> You've had to put up with this stupid voice all show. You got one more part to do. I know you can do it. You can win, Rocky. Okay. See? I can't do none of it. None of it, Ed. Boy, you're such a negative Nancy tonight. What's up with that? I, I'm no negative Nancy. Be like, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. This is positive Percy. Because <laughs> I'm going, yeah, you know what? I may not have all my faculties in the right space today. But you know what? I'm going to put on a happy face and I'm going to trudge for it. I'm going to do what's expected of me. (laughs) So try to make people laugh and try to be entertaining and try to bring a little levity into otherwise worthless life. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to send all your hate mail, you can send it to Sean at wordsweetheat.com. And that's S-H-A-W-N, Sean. And stay tuned for my motivational tapes. <laughs> yeah, you can do it, fucker. <laughs> Tune in for my motivational tape. Why bother? You're a loser. <laughs> uh, start my seminar. Don't bother. It's an hour of me yapping. <laughs> <coughs> my motivational Excuse speech me. of sure you'll give it about a week and then you'll be back to your normal routine <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, other, my other motivational speech yeah sure start tomorrow no one it, that always happens it's the, the truth motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah, sure. Start that diet tomorrow because that always happens. <laughs> no, no. If you want to change, yeah, make that a change whenever you feel like you're comfortable with it. <laughs> no, no, no. You can quit smoking right after that smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you're eating it right now, but you can start that diet when you're done shoving that ham down your throat. <laughs> But you can do it. I got faith in you. That's my motivation. That'll be forty nine ninety five. Yeah. So if you order now, you get the second date for free. All you gotta do is pay shipping and handling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it's, it's the new line of, eh, why bother? Kind of motivational tapes. The <laughs> <laughs> only thing I'm going to motivate you is getting that extra cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah, sure, get that. No one cares. What? Did you huff and puff walking upstairs today? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> You know, the only person that's going to make that change is you, and you seem okay with it. So, <laughs> my job here is done. <laughs> That'd be forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, shit. oh my god! <laughs> 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 <It's horrible. laughs> right. It's, oh my God, he, I'd be a millionaire. Like, oh my God, he tells the truth. He tells it like it is. He doesn't hold back. He's like the Dr. Phil of motivation tapes. <laughs> like, no. Like a pig's a pig only if it's wearing perfume. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but that doesn't make him a duck. Forty nine ninety nine. Now get off and stop shoving food in your face, fatty. Or don't. No one doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Oh what? It's it's July it's June? Yeah, if you go on a diet right now, you'd be able to fit in that bikini tomorrow. <laughs> uh, oh, you want that job? And that job yeah, sure you'll get that job interview right away the moment you get your ass out of bed. <laughs> Stop crying in your pillow. Nobody cares. <laughs> the only person that cares is you. If you want to make the change, go do it. Stop whining about it to everybody else. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Everyone's going to take you serious if you post it on Facebook. <laughs> Today I start my diet. Sure you do. <laughs> then why is it 10 minutes later I see you checking in at all-you-can-eat buffet? <laughs> That's fine. I just maybe you're just gonna only have three plates instead of four. You gotta start somewhere. Chubsy wubsy. In this hour, we bring you the news. In this hour, we bring you the news. You know, so sit back. We talk Star Wars. We talk Marvel. We talk Fox. We talk X Men. We talk Die Hard. And then I bitch about my sister. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the fine program you're about to listen to. And we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio and Zaps. All right, and it is time for the news. What do you got this week? Well, you know, the popularity of superhero shows that are coming out. There's a couple more in development right now. Oh, really? I can hardly wait. <laughs> X-Men are coming back to TV. Okay. Thanks to Marvel and Fox Partnership. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> I want to see how accurate this is. Okay. The Hellfire Club and Legion are currently in development for Fox and FX News res- uh, Networks, respectively. All right. So the, the Hellfire Club is set in the 1960 set. Hellfire will focus on the... in. Tonius Club, which features the feature uh, X-Men in first class, whose millionaire members are bent on conquering the world. 
Okay. Okay. And then Hellfire is in development. It's whereas Legion is already in the of course in the pilot phase. They don't really talk about Legion too much here. Uh, but uh, the, the title character is going to be uh, uh, Professor X's son, Noah Hawley, who currently runs Fargo the, for the network. And you know, well, I'm sorry. No. No. Sorry. I'm, I'm, like we are all I'm, over. The I'm place. all over the map here because I'm like, how do you get Professor X's? Son? Yeah. Well, apparently it's like I said, it's going to be. Uh, it's going to. St- that the title character of Charles Xavier's Sons. That's what the okay, show's sure. about. <clears throat> Noel Wiley, who currently runs Fargo for the network, will spearhead the series. That's the that's Noel Wiley. Noah Hawley. Okay. H A W L E Y. Okay, so he's running Fargo right now. Yes. He's going to be running. He's going to be show running the Hellfire Club. Exactly. Well, All no, right. he's going to. He that's no. Is this is going to be? Yes. I'm sorry. Wow, do you want to just cancel that whole article? Because <laughs> you're right, it is going to be that. Uh, you're thinking Noah Wiley, the actor. That's where your head's in that loop. Who stars in Falling Skies? Who's well, in the Librarians? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, two different guys. <laughs> of course, there is no uh, per, uh, release date yet of these being announced. The final hurdle was to get the okay from Marvel, which they just did. So right. it's going to happen, actually. So. Uh, Look for that it's coming out soon, kids. Okay. Now, I want to recap because yes. it was all over the place. Yes. FX is coming out with a TV show. Right. Is that Hellfire is coming out on Fox. I'm going to recap. Okay. And okay. you just say yes or no. Yeah. Hellfire is going to be a TV show mm-hmm. that's going to be on FX or not yet known. Not- but it's run by the same guy who right now currently is running Fargo. Right. Okay. Is going to take place in the 60s, uh-huh. and the lead character is going to be Charles Xavier's son? Well, no. Hellfire is going to be um, uh, about the fir- uh, X-Men First Class, okay. whose millionaire members are bent and conquering okay. the world. Legion is the one that has Charles Xavier's son. Exactly. Okay. Yes. All right. Now, you don't have, because during this week, there was a big hullabaloo that apparently... At the the reason why this came all to agree is because the rumor was that Fox gave the rights to the Fantastic Four back to Marvel, and which which that I, I did I actually saw that there was an update for that one, right? And the update was that, that is false. Yes, that it's gotten that, that X Men are still with Fox. I mean, Fantastic Four is still with Fox, and Marvel. And the Disney Marvel has gotten, they're like, nope, we don't have it. And they both said, no, that's a rumor. That's yeah. not true. Yes. You know, because someone was like, well, they do have these unslated comic books coming out for 2020. And you're like, all right, this is whole bullshit. All right. I just want to make sure that that later on in the show, you're not going to go, oh, and the rights to the Fantastic Four, they finally come back. No, no. All no, right. No, okay. I, I, I didn't want to mention that only because it was just baloney so okay yes i did right. i did see that and i just you know i don't want to mention that <laughs> all right it was baloney all right anyway all right what else you got uh jj abrams of course is directing the current movie <clears throat> of uh episode seven of star wars yes he's finally confirmed that the final cut is finished oh okay so now we're it's ready to go and it's already goes so it means right now being Right now, there's an executive at Disney probably watching the movie. <laughs> well, that's that. I'm glad you mentioned that. Really? Yes, because in a clause for it, there there is a fact that Disney can take over the project at at this point and make changes if need be. Oh boy! 
Really? Because I thought J.J. had final cut. He, you know, he, he does for his project, you know, but the, the thing is, is that the execs at Disney go, you know, that's not really the direction we're, we're going at with this, blah, 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 uh, you know, kind of thing. That makes me so nervous. <laughs> but they do feel confident that this is going to be the final cut of the film that Disney has pretty much gave the president uh, and CEO, uh, Kathleen Kennedy, full reign of, of, their, of that area. They went, she knows what she's, she's doing. doing. Let's stay out of right. it. She's done really well with the Marvel movies with Kevin Feige. Yes. Now let's give her Star Wars. Yes, or, yes. Okay, now do they have a running time on the movie? No, they do not I also have a heard, I also heard, too, that there was supposed to be a running time along with this article that another article had the finished runtime of the movie. It was like whether or not it was two hours or two and a half hours or three hours. Who knows? But uh, uh, all right. Yes. So, yeah, we look forward to it, uh, you know, coming out uh, December 18th, 2015. So, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I-, I can't wait. I'm really excited. Um, I- I'm like, what's going to happen? I'm- I'm obviously, we're going to go IMAX 3D with this fucker. Yeah. We might not be able to see it opening night, though. You, you might have to take the next day off from work. <laughs> yes. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I was playing, too, really, anyway, okay. because once you see something like that, how can you go to sleep? Like, You're right. Hey. <laughs> I think what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to go get tickets the night before uh-huh. for like the IMAX 3D special on a Friday, go watch it, come back, do a special edition episode seven podcast. <laughs> Not the original cut, the special edition. The, the special edition. <laughs> well, not a special edition. Like Sean didn't talk about <laughs> the Ewoks in this episode. We cut that out. It wasn't cute. <laughs> you know, the special geeksters uh, podcast. You know, the Sean interrupted first. Right. The um we'll have to do like Friday, we will do like the spoilerific podcast. Yeah. You know, like we always do with certain movies. And then when we come and do the show on Sunday, we can do a spoiler-free review on the show, exactly. on the movie. So, keep an eye out for that. That weekend on the, uh, you know, that weekend, opening weekend of Star Wars, keep an, keep an eye out for the special, you know, one-shot of Geeksters Talks, The Geeksters Awaken, <laughs> where we spoil the shit out of the movie. I, I want to jump ahead just because there was another article that kind of relates to that. I just wanted to to bring this up real quick because this, right. this is if 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 you were making a movie, okay, all right. I've definitely thought about it many many times. Okay, would you pick December eighteenth as a release date for your movie? Oh fuck no! <laughs> I, okay, I mean I'm sure depending on my movie. Yes, I, I can't like if I was any. Smart businessman, if December 18th is going to be the release date for Star Wars, mm-hmm. The Force Awakens, which brings back the original cast from the original movie, bringing you know new characters in, this is, this is a date you want to avoid like the plague. Right. The only movie that I would put out is maybe a drama, like a, like a sappy love story drama, where it's like... The girl doesn't want to go see Star Wars, so she wants to go to the movies. Uh, or they're hoping on the fact that Star Wars is going to be sold out like a motherfucker to the point people are going to go, well, I don't want to go home now. What else is playing? Right. This movie. <laughs> so 
So what is that? Is, is did someone actually have the balls <laughs> to release a movie the same day? It's, it's not a drama. It's not a drama. <laughs> it's not a drama. Okay. Is it a, a comedy? You know what? People, the, beeps, the, some people do find this funny. I was say the <laughs> only movie that I would accept um, putting back, uh, putting in theaters, would be Spaceballs. <laughs> Spaceballs two opening the same day as The Force Awakens. <laughs> or if I was smart, I would re-release Spaceballs in the theaters <laughs> because you know people are gonna be like, "Oh, fucks, Force Awakens is sold out." Spaceballs, let's go see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they be, but what movie is this? <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks 4 oh, is opening against God. Star Wars. Oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, oh, okay, I understand the logic. They're like, okay, probably parents aren't going to want to take their kids to go see The Force Awakens. Yeah. So we got to get the kids in the movie theaters. So let's do Alvin and the Chipmunks. But come on. Really? Yes. I was, I you know, I, I was surprised. For- First of all, I went to the movie theaters. When I, the last movie I saw, I saw the poster for this, and yeah. I was like, I didn't see the release date. But my first instinct was, they actually made another movie. <laughs> like I can't. Believe- I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like going over. I'm like, there was, there was a third one. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, um, it, this one's Chip Direct, right? No, that no, this one's called Alvin and the Chuck Monks: The Road. Okay, Chip. The third one was Chipwrecked. Yeah. That's where they bring the girls. They had, it was them and the girls. Yeah. yeah on, a, on a deserted island. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, <laughs> like I said, this is called Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip. will open on December 18th this year. The date was moved up previously. Moved now, up? Yes. From December 23rd. So, <laughs> so they went, you know what? Christmas <laughs> would probably be not be a good time. Um, a lot of big movies are coming out. What other dates open? The 18th? Yeah, sure. That's, yeah, what's coming up? What's opening? Nah, nothing. Eh, let's put it out that day. We'll be fine. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they, hey, everybody, the 18th. Wait, Star Wars? <laughs> you know some execs like, it's fine because, you know, there's going to be people taking, trying to take their kids to the movie theater, and we'll get the kid market because all the adults are going to... It'll be one of those movies where parents will drop their kids off into the theater to watch ship, you know, the, the road ship... And while they go see Star Wars, I'm telling you, there's a fucking suit that actually thinks <laughs> that's a great idea. I cannot wait till we do the top five <laughs> that weekend. I, I mean, it might. I would be surprised if that hits the top five. That ch- I will. I, you, you, no, 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 it will be in the top five. I could see that being the number two movie. You think? The, but it's going to be ten million dollars. Mm. You know, and then. $150 million for Star Wars. Well, half, like, half like a it's billion, gonna, yeah. Right, it's going to be some ridiculous number that you go see for Star Wars, and then it's like way down the rest of the movie but list. Here's the beauty of it. Right now, there's a suit. And I've, I'm a movie buff, and I've, I'm always on, like, the, I always notice those little things. They will say, like, if it does come in at number two, mm-hmm. they will, the advertising you'll see after that, go see the number one animated movie of the, yeah, of the, of the yeah, Christmas time. Yeah. Or go see the number no, one I... family movie of the, you know, it's going to be, go see the number one children's movie of this, of the season. Because that's how they were like, well, you came in number two of the box office. Ah, yeah, but we came number two next to a Star Wars movie, which is a science fiction epic motion picture. This is a family film. So technically, we are... Another number one family movie, and you're like you fucking idiots. That's, I love the spin doctors when they are. They're never gonna go. 
Yeah, we came in second. See, come to see the second best movie of the weekend. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're number one. <laughs> come see the number one animated chipmunk movie of the of the of the winter. It's the only one. That's why we're number one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I don't think it's going. I don't even think it's going to hit number two. You don't think it's going to be number two? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say. Whether... I think I think it's going to have a hard time to come up with because a couple weeks before that, it's going to be the sec the last Hunger Games. Mm. You got Star Wars. I think um, I would be surprised if it, it, it. I don't know. I'm going to say number five. I'm going to say okay. it's cop. You know, I'm you know now now you're factoring Hunger Games into this. You know, yeah, it could it's, be the number three or four or five movie. It's Christmas time, and it's also Oscar time. So those people who aren't going to go see, you know, there's no Lord of the Rings coming out though, but you have a Star Wars movie. This movie is going to make a billion dollars that weekend. I'm calling it now, billion, billion, one billion dollars. <laughs> Domestically, <laughs> yes, it is going to shatter box office. They're going to go. This, we don't have enough theaters to show the movie. This the 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 amount of money that it's going to make that weekend. You could probably cut the deficit in half, <laughs> <laughs> or you could buy a small third world country with that with that box office money. I think it's going to be a mid sized third world country. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. I don't. Say, say, I want to say small because you want some extra change to rebuild the place. <laughs> Turn, you don't. You don't want to spend it all. No, buy you, it. you don't want to just buy. It. You got to buy it and then try to build a kick. You know, you're going to have to move the third world people off of that island and then be able to turn it into an amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, though, it, it's going to be weird. It's going to be like whoa. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fucking awesome. Yep, you and I, Friday morning, IMAX 3D, in the Chamonix Mall. Uh-huh. You know, in yeah, because we're not going to see it in those comfortable seats. No, we're not going to see it. We're going to go old school. Yeah. We're going to find a beatable, you know, <laughs> dirty, sticky floor theater. <laughs> no, because I'm, I don't want to go, because I know, because I actually had a shitty experience. Already, really? Uh, yes, I did. Glad you brought. <laughs> thank you for the memories, Ed. Um, when we saw The Martian, yeah, which was great. I don't, I, you know. However, oh, you did see The Martian. I did see The Martian. Oh, yes, right. I did. I didn't do a review. I no. thought, but here's my review, real quick. It was awesome. It was experience. I laughed. I cried. It became a part of me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was. It was. One of the- <laughs> I laughed. I cried. It was a part of me. It was a movie that I could watch like the next day. Yeah, like it was so good. And and um, what's his face? Um, lead actor. Holy uh, shit! Matt Damon. Matt Damon is so good because he's so he's the everyday man. Like he plays that kind of guy. Like I'm just I'm just a botanist, and yeah, I'm, I'm stranded on this planet. But I'm gonna try to make the boat. I'm not gonna give up. It's very it's very. Here's your problem. How do you solve it? Okay, you solve that problem, but yet solving that problem only gets you alive for this long because now you have this problem. It's definitely like a, it's a thinking man's movie, mm. and it's engaging. And because a lot of it is just him by himself, and some of the jokes that he makes, and and then you, it's, it's you're on kind of like on this roller coaster. Like when he finally does contact people, you're like yes, but then there's a problem, and you're like oh no, it's it's really Really good. I I mean, I can't talk enough about how phenomenal this movie was. Like, with him going to, you know, him doing the, you know, like, 
after he finally creates, you know, food, mm. he's like, I am the greatest botanist on this planet, <laughs> which is funny because he's the only <laughs> one on the planet. Like, he makes that joke a lot where he's like, I know I'm the only one on here, so therefore I am the best there ever is on this planet. And it, it's just, it's really good. And and then when there's moments where he's like, he, he, he and he does a lot of talking to the, to the audience because mm. he's supposed to be doing it into a camera, kind of like a, if I'm going to die, I'm going to, you know, basically it's going to take them four years to come back. I'm, I need to make enough food to last four years. But if I don't, I'm now going to have to leave a video record of everything. Mm. So he does all that. And when he had, when he, how like, it's just so good. And it's like two, two and a half hours, I think. But you're just kind of like, oh, this is awesome. But that, my enjoyment of the movie is uh, like the aftermath of the shitty beginning. Mm-hmm. Because we're at the Woodhaven. Yeah. And now because it's all done, it's now assigned seating. Yeah. So when you go in, they ask you, okay, what seats you want. Now for next time, I think I'm going to plan ahead and, and, and do the uh, every other seat mm-hmm. pick since you can pick it. Because um, my dad and I picked the, the set of two. Mm-hmm. And then when I sat down, I sat down the next one over so I could have my you know the armrest with the cup holder. Yeah. I'm sitting there fine. All of a sudden, this family comes in. Uh, doesn't matter race or religion or anything like that. Right. They brought a little kid in and a little little kid. Okay. Out of the whole theater, I happened to be sitting in their one of their seats. Okay. They bought almost the rest of the row. Okay. Because they wanted to sit the center, but there was like a half a dozen of them, including a kid that was in an arms. Right. This kid started crying right away before the movie even started. Uh, and I'm already kind of annoyed because I now have to move back. And now, like, the theater's kind of empty. They could have spread out very nicely. Mm-hmm. But they were insistent that, I mean, and I know I was sitting in the wrong seat. So I quietly was like, sorry, moved over and sat down. You know, so, like, when my dad came back, him and I are kind of, like, next to each other yeah. now. And he kind of gives me, he's like, everything all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I was just sitting in their seats. Well, they put the, their little girl at the very end so she'd be sitting next to me. Yeah. Well, she didn't want to sit next to me because I'm a stranger. Right. Right, so she was getting up, and she was basically telling her father, "I don't want to sit here." Like, and I'm not being offended, but I'm annoyed. Yeah, because I'm like looking around the rest of the theater; it's still kind of empty. And I'm just like, "You sons of bitches!" And then two seats down, mom's holding. I'm gonna say like a two year old, which I'm going. First of all, why are you bringing a two year old to this kind of movie? Yeah, you know, there's no singing Muppets. There's no bright colors. Right, it's gonna be Matt Damon talking to a, a television screen, basically. Right, with explosions. Sometimes, you know, kid starts crying, and I'm like, "Son of a bitch!" Like I'm, I'm already kind of like, "This better not." I, I don't mind being the seats are wide enough where my fat ass still feels kind of comfortable in yeah. it. I'm a little annoyed that this girl's bouncing around, not wanting to sit there, and obviously already not behaving. Yeah, you know, yes, the movie didn't start yet, but it's still that this is a precursor. What's going to happen throughout for the next two and a half hours? Right. My dad kind of gives me a look, and I'm like, "Look, we might have to move." And as as soon as I said that, the kid starts screaming his head off. Screaming. And I was like, we're, we're out of here. And I got up and I walked over. We went back to like, like another back section where there was only three seats. Yeah. So that way dad could sit on the aisle. I could have my own seat and have the blank seat in the middle. Right. But thankfully, my dad was like, well, look, you, you give me your ticket. So we had a, he actually went out to the box office and said, hey, look. We moved our seats because there's a family there that has a kid, and that kid is now crying. You know, so these are our new seats. These are the numbers. 
So she kind of redid the tickets yeah. to make sure that we, you know, we got the proper, got the seat proper they didn't sell those seats. Yeah. And she was like, well, if it happens again, you let me know and we're going to get rid of them right away. Because they're, they have like a zero toler, zero, zero tolerance now because of this new setting, yeah. this new setup. So my dad's like, okay, fine. And then he came back in and told me all this. And that kid starts, it wasn't like a constant cry, but it was like a, a scream, quiet, another scream. And eventually the dad kind of realized, oh my God, I fucked up. So he takes his kid and I think he left. Like completely, because I didn't hear the kid the rest of the time. But it was definitely like a, you like this see this this arranged seating stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, so, but and we, if we so if we do, do do Star Wars, we're gonna be crunched into one of those box seats. Yeah, you know, we're not gonna be able to stretch out. I don't think. But they also don't have IMAX. They have 3D, but they won't have IMAX. Okay. I think. I think. I think if. We're going to go. We got to go IMAX. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, I, I definitely want to do 3D because, I mean, like I said, I saw the trailer in 3D and I like, was yeah. blown away by it. Like, this is 3D, what 3D should be, not yeah. like the depth. I mean, like, I I, I find that annoying. I really right. do. Because it's like, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, I don't want to pay extra money just for depth. It's like, yeah. I want shit flying at my head. Right. I want to go, whoa. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like the move your head kind of shit. That's what, that's what you pay 3D for. Right. There's been tons of movies that I've, I've walked, not I've seen. I'm like, that ah, didn't need to be in 3D. Like, and especially like don't like even the ones with like the cheap 3D tricks, like they did with uh, I think it was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, where there was a sword and they like oh, yeah. it stuck out. And it was like that was it. Like there was like another scene that they would do something yeah. 3D and that or was like, it. Like well, with Mad Max, you can kind of tell where the three elements are when there was that big explosion and they had the what do you call it the um, guitar zoom out to the audience yeah. and then come back and then there was a steering wheel that flew out. Like, there were moments when I watched Man Max Fury Road in the theater where I was like, whoa, moved my head real yeah. quick going, oh, shit, I almost got hit with the face with a tire. And I'm like, idiot, you're sitting in a comfortable seat. <laughs> like, like I mean, you just kind of sit there and go, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Like, I mean, I really fully expect if we're sitting in an IMAX 3D theater, I want to be dodging laser bolts. Yes. Like, I want to see a TIE fighter flying right at me, shooting its laser, me going, oh, shit, it's going to land right in my fucking lap. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Like, I want when I leave that theater, I better have Wookie hair on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it like that. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. What else you got in there, Ed? Well, speaking of Star Wars. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I I mentioned this earlier, so I just want to get this out of the yeah. way. In fact, uh, tickets will go on sale at 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, tomorrow night. So you know, <sighs> yes. So uh, <laughs> two months before the schedule release, exactly. Yeah, but there's also going to be a trailer that you're going to see uh, uh, coming out that you're going to be able, you know, get the full like another full trailer to get more excited, get your goosebumps right. going. Oh, and I blah, can't blah, wait. <laughs> When's that noon tomorrow for the Eastern Standard Time? Eight p.m. Eight p.m. Wait, eight p.m. tomorrow? Yes. And really online. Uh yeah, I'm sure you can go online and do it, or or uh, on your local theater. I'm not going to a theater and paying money just so I can watch a trailer and walk out. <laughs> no, not going to. Yeah, I mean the online. Yeah, it's going to be online for the uh, trailer. Yes, oh, I thought you were about buying tickets. No, I meant like earlier when we were on break. You said that the trailer was going to be released at noon Eastern Standard Time. I thought it was noon, but it's eight p.m. I just okay. misread it. Sorry. All right, I'm like, wait, now, now you're lying to me, you bastard. <laughs> Now you gotta wait till eight p.m. Now to- I'll be at work, so I'll do it when I come home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it'll probably be buffered problems. At 8 yeah, oh, it's, it's gonna crash as many servers as possible. <laughs> it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, 
<laughs> All right, what else is coming out? What All right, uh, let's go back to here. Okay, uh, characters, famous people playing by characters. You know, of course, I'll take that for five hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've talked about, of course, uh, um, uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, we talked about. I can't. The guy remember. played the uh, John Stewart. Uh, Tyrese Gibson was going to play. Uh, John Stewart, John right? Stewart, because he was making of Laren, and of course, uh, um, uh, Vin Diesel did it for Marvel, and of course, he ended up being Groot for the movie. Right, right. Well, there's two actors here that want to play in Marvel movies, and I think that they're not like trying the same gimmicks as they did to get. They're a just shot. coming out going, "I'm so and so. I want to be in this movie, and this is who right, I want to play." Right. Brian Cranston is the first one on the list. All right. And he wants to play Mr. Sinister on in a Marvel movie. He was at a New York Comic Con this past weekend. Uh, I don't know what he was pushing, but it doesn't really matter. It's Brian Cranston. It's Brian Cranston. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> exactly. I mean, probably talking Godzilla, Breaking Bad. Um, I'm sure he's got something new coming out in the movie-wise. But it's Brian Cranston. He pretty much can kind of push anything and be like, okay. Yeah. He can come in, Malcolm in the middle. He can say something and be like, I want to be a Comic-Con. Okay, yeah, so you're in. <laughs> all right, well, so what did he have to say? It's just that he, he would be interested in playing a villain in, in a in a movie, in an X Men movie in particular. Mister Sinister is the character he really liked to play. Portray. I, I read something similar where yeah. he would kind of like he if he's going to play a bad guy, he wants it to be the nastiest bad guy of all time. Yeah, like he even's like I don't want to play somebody who has give me somebody new. Somebody that I can see, like, really be completely evil with. Yes. You know, but if he said, I mean, if he's going to take somebody from the roster, Mr. Sinister is yeah, not a bad a choice. Yeah. He's got Sinister in the name, so like, he's not really a nice guy. You know, but wasn't that, I want to say, wasn't Sin, wasn't Mr. Sinister portrayed already by Kevin Bacon in First Class? No. Wasn't that his character? No. Who, who was his? Oh, God. Oh, all right. You know what? You talk about more about the article, and I will look. I always thought it was Mr. Sinister. No, it's not Mr. Sinister. All right. And anyway, uh, so the other character, the other the other actor, is Vin Diesel. Uh, all right. <laughs> What's he shooting his mouth off about now? He, you know, he might be playing another Marvel hero. He hinted to Io Nine that they might be playing a, a hero, and potentially it's going to be Black Bolt from the Inhumans. Now, the reason why Black Bolt is because Black Bolt's a mute. Right. And they Thank God. Because <laughs> we know his acting range. No, uh... <laughs> exactly. He was Sebastian Shaw. Shaw. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was Mr. Sinister's real name. No. All right. No. All right. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah. They, they, he, he figures that uh, isn't confused, you know, of course, with Groot. When you hear I am Groot in his voice. That, uh, you know, it won't confuse people. So he figured Black Bolt would be the most choice. Of course, Black Bolt can speak, but his voice, it creates a supersonic wave that makes things go really like boom explosions. So right. that's I, why there's no speaking for him. And that will be using his voice for the movie. Um, I, well, that's been, I gotta be honest, that's kind of an old rumor because I, I, he, that's kind of what I thought. The, it was new to, new to me. No, no, no. I meant like. <laughs> To me, it's one of those articles that pop up yeah. every once in a while because I thought, like, back when he was doing, when they was meeting for them, apparently for Groot, a lot of people were talking that it might be for the Inhumans because apparently he had, like, a picture with Lockjaw and stuff like that. Yeah. So people were making that assumption that it was going to be, you know, what's his face? Um, Black Bolt. Black Bolt. 
And I was like, all right, you know what? And then it turns out he was doing Groot, so you're like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, so, like, it kind of was already resonating in my head when I read that, when I saw that article. And yeah. I was just like, okay, so they're kind of rehashing, or maybe he's kind of hoping to keep his fingers crossed, like, oh, if I say it, it'll come true kind of yeah. thing. I mean, I guess, like, all right. I mean, <laughs> I heard that there was, there was kind of, I also heard, too, that they canceled an Inhumans movie. Mm. Because of the way they're handling it in the Agents of Shield TV show, that you or me? That I think is you. No, it's not. All right, so it's probably yeah. It's my sister making posts on Facebook. Okay. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> oh my god, I should just go. And it's it's on vibrate too. It's like uh, uh, uh. she is literally. She, I, I gotta have a chat with her because this is now the segue, and now it's gonna, it got me fired up. <laughs> she is that person on Facebook that posts every reposts every fucking thing she sees. That she, if she chuckles at it, repost. Oh, sad dog, repost. Happy dog, repost. Oh, cute little kitty, repost. And it's not like, it's not like I'll repost stuff over in the course of the day. Yeah, but it's not a dozen at a clip. Yeah. It's like, do you even read this article, or do you honestly see this clip, or you just go, cute puppy, share. <laughs> oh, kitty cat, share. And, of course, everyone's like, well, you know you can turn that off. I'm like, it's my sister. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I love you and all, but goddamn, you're an annoying Facebook poster. <laughs> like, how about posting something of substance? It's just, it just seems that when she does it, we're either on air or at back at stupid studios. Because she doesn't give a shit. That's what I'm saying, because like, she'd be like, well, I was busy all day at work, and I'm like, doesn't, like, okay, I get it, but she doesn't care. Like, I guarantee you, right now, it is quarter after nine. Her ass should be watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. She loves The Walking Dead. It's a family funk. It's a family thing for her. Why she's posting shit on Facebook, that means it must be commercial time. <laughs> it's a commercial break, and she's like, oh, I missed 15 minutes of, of bullshit on Facebook, so now I'm going to repost it all. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm see that. Okay, this is what here she's posted from Mom's Got Ink photo. Getting real sick and tired of pants and responsibility. <laughs> All right, here's another one that she uh, posted. Let's see, it's the uh, she shared a lost and found pets Philadelphia. Oh, that's great because you know Facebook really cares about lost pets. <laughs> oh look, she what do you call it? She, she liked the article. So she liked far. the album in Chipmunk Four as opening against Star Wars. Genius or idiotic? Yeah, she liked that because she probably looked down at her phone because of commercial break from The Walking Dead, and she probably doesn't even know it's from us. She just saw the headline and probably went, "Oh, I'm just going to post it because that's stupid to her." And then here she just reposted this whole thing about the again somebody who believes everything she reads on the internet sometimes. Um, here's a picture of the guy who took a grenade to save li- lives. No press during recovery. And then the Omar, um, what do you call it? Omar Burden, the guy who, the basketball player. Yeah. Took drugs at a whorehouse to get high. Press updates every hour of his recovery. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, first of all, if you know that this guy, no press, this guy who took a grenade who saved lives and took no press during recovery, if there was no press, how do you know that's true? Like, I'm like, <laughs> where did you get, did you fact check that? Because if you fact checked, then guess what? It was reported. <laughs> so, therefore, it was reported. 
the uh, basketball <laughs> player gets reported on every hour. You know what? Yeah, it's stupid because he's probably the Kardashian thing, and it's a whole ooh whorehouse, blah blah blah. <laughs> but I'm just like, come on, stop believing everything you see on the internet. Even I don't. And then here was another one. Um, she just when she's just like, if you love someone, let them nap. And it's a picture of Snoopy and Charlie Brown sleeping under a tree. No need to be posted. None. Especially, number one, you're awake watching The Fucking Walking Dead. No naps are involved. No need to repost something about naps when you're not napping. Or not when you want to nap. (laughs) 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 Just saying. All right. Anyway, what else you got in the news, Ed? (sighs) Let's see what else. What else should we talk about? How about this one? You were talking about Minority Report. Yes, I was. Apparently, they ordered thirteen episodes of the show. I heard that. Yes, yes, which is usually standard, right? Right for that whole. Yes, yes. Hey, we're not Buffy the Vampire Slayer first season, thirteen episodes. Right. That's why you only got thirteen episodes of Firefly. Yes. <laughs> Very <laughs> good, like, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you a cookie. Right. Yeah. Anyway, this is me buying time so you can do what you need to do on Facebook. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Apparently, Fox though has cut some of the episodes Uh-oh. out of Minority Report from going from 13 uh-huh. to 10. Ooh! And they, of course, the people at the people that are running the show for Minority Report saying that um, episode 10 will be a like a finale. Like a resolve. It's, it's one of those. Right. Like, it's one of those. Just in case we get fucked up, we get fucked in the ass by Fox. Here's the end of the story. Right. So that way, if it does make its way to DVD and Blu-ray, you have a complete ten-hour epic rather than a question mark at the end of the series. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Which to me is like uh, Fox going. You might not make it to ten. <laughs> you know, like. It's still going to keep its time slot after Gotham on Monday nights. So you're, you're still going to have the same same time slot for the show. It's just that because of the the the, the ratings falling, it's it's the thing. The last episode they got was 2.3 million uh viewers this past Monday night, right. which is really low for a Monday night show. Right, but I'm also kind of curious that they have they always say that no one like I always kind of feel they're never giving you all the information. Right. Because, yeah, two and a half million people may have watched it that night. But how many people DVR it? How many people are going to watch it that No, they, they do put that in account because they, they've t- okay. talked about DVR shows in the past and how that actually okay. saves some shows from being canceled because they know that people are DVRing it. They, they have the technology now to... They have the technology. They, exactly. Whether you're actually watching the show... So they're saying out of everybody who could watch the show, only t- 2.7 million... Have 2.3. 2.3 million people are tuning in at some point in time, whether it be on demand, DVRing, or watching it Correct. live. All right, uh, yeah, you know why? I'm going to tell you why. The show's meh. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. But it could be better. But there's also a little bit too much going on okay. on the show. And the, this is the big, more, more important thing. It's a science fiction show on Fox. Yes. And of course, and they, I, they've, of course, mentioned that as well. You know, that, uh, you know, they, they, they have a good history of, of canceling shows way too soon, like Firefly and Almost Human. There's the two big shows that they keep mentioning yeah. over and over again. Yeah, because they're those big, two bigs, like, slap in the face. Like, you had Firefly, which you not only didn't air all the episodes, then the ones that you did air, you aired them out of order. Then, after people, after you've been pointed that out, that you fucked up, 
you do it again with Almost Human because there were shows that they were putting out out of order, order as well. Right. So then all of a sudden that show is canceled. Maybe if you put these shows on in the order that the storylines are written, maybe, and allow that show time to build, you would get maybe a better fucking response. Stop sitting there going, oh, well, there's no action in this one. We're, gonna not, we're not going to air this one. We'll air this one later. Right. Not caring about what the plot line of that particular show is and how it fits into the rest of the storyline. And on top of that, it's fucking Fox. <laughs> Even if the show was phenomenal, yes. people are not going to watch it because they don't, they don't want to get too attached to it. Because they're going to go, you know what? Um, you fucked me at F- Firefly. But all right, you know what? It became a cold hit. Everyone loves that show. I've, I feel vindicated because they got a good movie out of it. They have a lifelong longevity, like a nice lege- longevity as far as beloved show by fans. Mm-hmm. So you know what? We'll let that one slide. Wait, then you do the exact same thing for Almost Human? Fuck you. Oh, and now there's a new sci-fi show? You know what? I don't want to watch it because if I do like it, you're just going to take it away. <laughs> so they, they created their own monster. Right. They've, they've systematically destroyed this show before they even get a chance because they're not letting their science fiction shows breathe or get their audience. Right. It's like, nope, we don't got time for that. Like next week or in two weeks, it's the big Bones Sleepy Hollow <laughs> crossover. <laughs> yes. Like two two great tastes that maybe might take this great together. <laughs> It'll give you a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> it's yeah. Like uh, uh. I love peanut butter and jelly, and I love apple butter, you know, <laughs> but I don't know if a peanut butter and jelly and apple butter sandwich is going to let, you know, <laughs> sit well in my tummy. Uh, it's like having a whole bunch of shots and then following it up with beer. <laughs> it's like I might throw up. I might not. I might make it through. I don't know, but I just, it's, uh. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, two, I mean, it's two, it's two different networks, but you know, two, two shows that should have done a crossover, Sleepy Hollow and Supernatural. That makes fucking sense, Ed. <laughs> that is brilliant. They did it for Angel and Buffy. Yeah. You know, they, they were okay with that when, when Buffy moved to UPN and Angel was still on WB, it was, you know, on Fox, it was like, okay, we'll let you cross over. Yeah. You know, nope. Not at all. Fuck you. Like, you would think Supernatural, and, and they're made for each other. Yes. Could you imagine the Winchester brothers pulling up, carry on my wayward son, <laughs> as they pull into Sleepy Hollow, and then they have to actually fight, like, a headless horseman or, or something better. Like, now the big bad is Pandora this year. Yeah. You know, like, can you see Dean just kind of going, oh, Pandora, you mean that chick with the box? Yeah. You know? Son of a bitch, you know, like kind of come on. <laughs> like, there can be fun and some laughs and some, you know, but you're taking bones <laughs> and putting her in Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> I mean, okay, at least David Boreanaz has got some experience with the supernatural, yeah, having been Angel. But come on, I get if they make a fucking Angel joke, I'm gonna fucking blow, I'm gonna shoot the TV. <laughs> I guarantee you, you're gonna on that week's show. I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, so I had to come with TV." <laughs> what do you mean? Someone made an angel joke, <laughs> and I threw I threw my glass at the TV screen, and I broke it. Oh God! I hope it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I want you to destroy your TV. <laughs> I mean, that's. Just... <laughs> 
I guarantee you. Because <laughs> I, I, as soon as you were saying that, I'm thinking they're probably going to make an angel joke. You know, they, they are. They're, <laughs> they're going to make, make an a angel joke, or there's going to be a character on the show named Buffy. Yeah. You know that something like they're going to have like this random character walk in or be like that's that's the that's the body they exhume is is Buffy. <clears throat> no, that's the person who found the body. Yeah. Like it's going to be some bubble headed blonde named Buffy that that David Boreanaz's character is going to have to talk to. And he's like, okay, what's your name? And she's going to go, Buffy. And he's going to kind of give this look and wink and nod to the TV, to the to the audience going, huh? Huh? <laughs> Buffy and Angel back together. Huh? But this time it's Bones. Huh? <laughs> oh, we're in Sleepy Hollow. Huh? Huh? <laughs> You know, and the and the and the, the the body they exhume is going to have vampire teeth or sharp yes. teeth. Like, you know? Yes, it's going to be like a Halloween episode yeah. where the guy was dressed like uh, dressed like Angel or dressed like Spike. <laughs> you know, and it's going to be this this tumble like oh this Buffy chick stumbled across this guy who looks like Spike, and it's we got Angel the Fed the Fed helping in and be like this whole ah. <laughs> Look at us. Look what we did for you Boats fans. Waka waka. <laughs> you know. That's a sad. <laughs> or there'll be a character named Joss. You know. And like there'll be the they'll investigate a place called Wolf Ram and Heart. You know. <laughs> Could be what was the name of the club that they used to go to in the early 80s of Buffalo? Uh, the Bronze. The Bronze. Yeah. It's gonna be the bronze. Like, it's gonna be a club. They find a, a body of Spike of a guy who looks like Spike, discovered by a girl who looks like Buffy, in a in a bar called the Bronze. Yeah. And Angel's gonna walk in and be like, "Huh? Wow, this place looks familiar." Huh? What was the name of the hotel that uh, that Buff uh, that Angel ran? And- um, um, I think it was just called the Hollywood. Hotel. I don't, I don't, I, I don't remember that one. Okay. I don't remember that. But one. But I mean, like the hotel that they're staying right. at. It's Sleepy Hollow. It's going to have the same name. <laughs> right. And they'd be like, wow, what an interesting name. <laughs> or they'll have used the same set from the show. Yeah. With the big circle uh, couch. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and they'll get the guy who looks like Giles, be like a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just be this constant, huh? <laughs> 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 and Bones will be clueless and she'll try to find some practical like she'll she'll be like oh here's my new friend Willow huh huh it's a new dawn what hey did you see that new Oz movie what <laughs> oh, I'm gonna see play Oz play at the bronze <laughs> that's exactly it <laughs> It'll be Oz playing at the bronze with a bartender named Giles where the body of a guy that looks like Spike is discovered by a girl named Buffy to have the guy who looks like Angel come and help solve the crime. (laughs) (laughs) And every once in a while, David Boreanaz will just look at the the screen and go, wink, nod, huh? See what we did there? These writers are so smart. Uh-huh. Oh boy! All right, what time for one more? One article. more movie. Oh, all right, one, one more. more article. Right, let's see if this is a good one. Die Hard. Uh, yes, <laughs> I know you're into Die Hard. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker! <laughs> They're making another one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I saw this article. 
<laughs> as I'm opening up my new box set of Die Hard movies, thinking, that's fine. They're never making another one. Yeah. yeah oh. <laughs> and I saw, like, oh, Bruce Willis is starring in a prequel to Die Hard. And I'm like, he's way too old for that. <laughs> yes. And But then I heard, what's this article? I think it's a combination of prequel, sequel. Well, it's 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 they've they, you know they're they're calling it you know six Die Hard six uh, chapter, <clears throat> you know, but it's going to be sort of a prequel. The fact that Bruce Willis is going you know uh, going to be a beat cop in New York City. Um, That's fucking impossible. In nineteen seventy nine. In nineteen seventy nine. So it's like nineteen seventy nine. But Die Hard was nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> like eighty six, I think it was eighty six. Eighty six. So this is this is going to predate. This already sounds bad. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, like okay, like, oh, okay, new Die Hard movie, fine. Uh, it's a prequel. Okay, is it going to be one of those where Bruce Willis is like, I remember back in the, <laughs> like, he's going to stumble across something that's going to make him remember about what he was like when he was a, a beat cop in New York, and then it's going to be a flashback. I hope they have, like, a guy who's going to play a younger Bruce Willis, at least. <laughs> Somebody with all his hair. You know? Because I can't just see him the age and I mean, I mean, okay. Granted, they did a great job with Michael Douglas and Ant Man, making him look younger in the eighties. Yeah, I don't. That's one expensive fucking movie. They're going to do that with Bruce Willis. <laughs> I'm not saying because oh, oh my god. All right, hit me with it, Ed. Go ahead, keep going. Uh, live free and die hard. Director Len Weisman is to return for the series to craft, of course, Die Hard 6. That's, right. you know, so he's going to be the one that did it. So if you like Live Free and Die Hard, yay, you know. It was all right. It was a Die Hard movie. I wasn't expecting much going in, so I didn't walk away disappointed. Uh, though a lot of a lot of fans have were kind of in an uproar after this article was released, the fact that they, they, don't, like, they don't think it's a good idea. They I, yeah, because you know what? <laughs> I think you said all you had to say in the Die Hard thrill. Like... You brought in this. You brought in the daughter. You brought in the son. It goes back to that picture that was on the counter. Right. You know, like, all right. You brought in those characters. That's fine. It's dandy. Obviously, he's never getting back together with his wife because God knows where she is in her career. Right. But now, it's like let's do a prequel. I would be okay. Here's here's the thing, Ed. Yeah. I would be okay with a prequel if they recast the the John McClane part. Get a new actor. Get a new actor. If you're going to reboot a series, reboot it with. A new actor, right? You don't have to. But, read- but that's the thing; they're not sure if, if Bruce Willis is going to be in the film. Oh, because they're they're going through the motions with Bruce Willis as of right now. Because chances are he'll be the executive producer, right? Like he's he's you know involved in, involved in the in the in the making of the picture. But the thing is, is that like they don't know if they're going to get a younger actor to play him as a, you know as a prequel and get it like start of yeah. jump jump start the series a little bit and. We know keep the series right, right. exactly, but the, you know they don't know what short. I mean, as of right now, they're they're talking about the comic book series Die Hard Year One, which follows rookie uh, John McClane during the 1967 bicentennial celebration in New York, and uh, you 1976, know 1976. By the way, right? You said 1967. No, I said 1976. You said 67. I when, said 76. When, when you, I'll play the back. When you play the back, you'll, I'll play you'll, back. you'll hear 67. Oh, it's 76, right. but I know that. Right. I said that's 76. Right, but that's why I was like 76. You know? Okay. It's 76, God damn it. All right. It's I know 76. it's 76. All right. All right, 76. All right. You heard it wrong. All right. You drunk fool you. You're right. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, so the comic book takes place in, 19, in 1976. <laughs> yes. All right. During the bicentennial celebration 
in New York City. Natural McCain repeatedly find himself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Of course. And uh, this, you know, so they don't know if this is going to be the framework for for Die Hard Six, but that's a good possibility that that's this could be material that they could use. So for. they're going to go back into his origin and kind of go, yeah, this guy had the bad luck from the start way back in in seventeen in seventeen seventy six nineteen seventy six Die Hard in time <laughs> every yeah. every decade there. Every generation, there is a John McClane. <laughs> well, they, you know, they said that during the the Russian base, a good day to die hard. Uh, you, Bruce Willis looked actually bored or upset during the entire movie. Yes. So, <laughs> so they they feel that maybe this will reboot the whole thing and get you know his. What he's going to juices feel, he, flowing. He's going to feel invigorated for playing a character that he's way too old to play now at this point. <laughs> I mean, I, it's one thing if you're continuing the story, but if you're going to play John McClane in the time of before the first Die Hard movie, yeah, you have to get a completely different actor. Yeah, you know, like it's somebody else. I don't know who. Go unknown. <laughs> Go. Who do you think? Okay, oh, real quick. If you could cast out of you, know, out of all the TV shows and movies that you've seen, yeah, who do you think could fill the John McClane? Shoes like as Bruce Willis or like a character like an actor as Bruce that, Willis like uh, okay like I would sit there and say like if you had to pick somebody who because let's before before Die Hard came out he was David Addison on Moonlighting yeah charming funny quick witted which helped lead, mold the character of John McClane for this movie which relaunched well, which made him a superstar right but also created a new genre of film of the one man against everybody else um, who doesn't, the the unsung hero, the guy who, like before then it was Lethal Weapons, it was the guy who was already, like um, you had the Lethal Weapon movies, mm-hmm. where it was like Crazy Cop was a buddy cop movie. You had the Schwarzenegger movie where he was obviously the hero because look how big he is. Here's John McClane, the average everyday kind of cop who... Doesn't really want to be the hero. He's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. That movie started the whole genre of of heroes being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, See, that's the thing. There's, there's, he's kind of like that actor, like playing those that character. He's that that blue collar kind of yeah, like like not a lot of blue collar kind of actors. actors out there. You know that could that could handle that role. Real not well. young guys, right? Older guys. Like I can go. Oh, you know what? If I had to pick Ryan Reynolds, could probably pull it off. You know, as a John McClane type. Yeah, okay. You know, but he's also too... He, I don't, he's getting up there in age a little yeah, bit. You know? and he's got the whole Deadpool thing. He doesn't need fucking to, to reboot Die Hard. Yeah. Um, Clooney probably could have done it. Young Clooney probably could have done it because he kind of comes off as a kind of average every day. Matt Damon could pull it off. Yeah, Matt Damon definitely. I could see that you know, one, yeah. Uh, Affleck could pull it off. He did it in Reindeer Games. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, I don't know how much you love. Uh, I mean, I like him as an actor in a lot of different things, but there's, know, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a bit of a stretch, I think, for that one. Uh, but like currently, I mean, that's the thing. It's it's so hard. There's not because that's the thing. I mean, there's a lot of the, a lot of the action movies that you see today. There's not too many with like young actors. I mean, we're 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 going yeah. with Expendables four, you know, or you know, soon. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Like what other like eighties icons are going to be around that you know? Uh, Chris Pratt probably the the, the the closest of the every the, yeah the Harrison Ford of our generation of of this generation. Yeah, the kind of everyday kind of guy 
who I can see him being a young Indiana Jones. I can see him being a young John. He has that that aura about him of 80s hero. Right. You know, 80s superstar, like action star. Uh, but outside of that, I don't know. That's kind of tough because like, they don't make I mean, the, the only like, the only like one I can think of is uh, – oh, fuck. <laughs> the only one I can think of is uh, – I can't I always, remember his name. Uh, God damn it. I always hate this because it's like it's, it's like in your head and then all of a sudden it's gone and I'm like I can't like now I can't come Brent, back. The audience is always going. He's such an idiot. <laughs> okay, give me. Let's play he that. He was in the X Men movies. He played a Wolverine and um uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. But he's still old. But I mean, like this physicality could handle that movie. You know. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know. I don't. I, don't I mean, want... when he was played when he played in Australia, you know, it was the cowboy and in, in that movie. I thought like that kind of style because you need like a cowboy kind of uh, person. Yeah, I. You need puckish rogue, puckish rogue, like Harrison Ford, like a Han Solo, Indiana Jones type. Um, John McClane isn't really the. He's not supposed to be the most handsome, good-looking guy of the bunch, but he's the guy that gets shit done when you need shit done. Yeah, you know, he's the gritty kind of. I'm gonna. He's the kind of guy that would punch his captain in the face, right. and everyone go, yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah, and- same. There's, there's, there's not that great. But that's the thing. I mean, there's not a lot of shows that can prove that kind of like reality yeah. anymore. Like that's, it's like it's just like you got a reality show, you get a like a dumbed down comedy, or you get like a drama. Yeah, and even our action movies are too polished. There's no like you know there always seems to be like everything's you know everything's going to be fine. Like with Die Hard, you always felt like oh my god because this guy could be you or me. He could die at any moment. <laughs> Come on, he's a guy who kind of, as he's di- as he's tying that hose around his waist, he knows what he's doing is a bad idea. He even goes, "This is a bad idea, John," and just jumps as the thing roof explodes. And then you're like, "Oh my god, he did it!" But then the thing starts sliding. He starts realizing he's going to fall to his death. So he does the whole push off, shoot the glass, you and know, smash the smashes glass. in the window. Right. And the look on his face is like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I survived that." Just as the thing starts pulling him back down because of the, the, the force, and he had to spin over, make the old famous scene where he had to untie the hose. Or even like a live free, die hard when he was a Harrier jet. He's in, they're destroying yes. the truck that he's in. He jumps off, lands on the Harrier jet, yes. hangs onto the tail wing of it, moves the, moves the flap so he could, he loses control, spins around, ends up on a, 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 a highway that's fell over like right. a ramp and slides down. Oh, he's got to have fucking road rash after that one, right. you know. As the thing explodes over his head, you know, he, he's the guy that, Barely makes it out alive by dumb, stinking luck. luck yes, like there is. He he never has a plan. He never has a clue what to do. But somehow, through tenacity, determination, through grit, and a, a lot of luck, he comes out in the end. I don't know any actor that could pull that kind of dichotomy of a character off. Yeah, to kind of give that look to the kind of the camera where you just go, I can't fucking believe I did that. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, all right. What do you see we call tonight there? Right? All right. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You've been listening to Geeksters live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. Uh, in the meantime, uh, while you, if you want to hear rebroadcast of this show, you can probably still listen to it on Aquanet Radio. Um, or Ed and I take it and chop it into three bite-sized pieces. 
and we go back to Two Bid Productions. We do a little bonus material, a little intro, a little outro, maybe a couple other things we might talk about, you know, and kind of like bonus materials on a, on a DVD. Yeah. And you can find that at wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes or on our Facebook under the About section. And our Facebook page, for those of you who don't know, it's Geeksters Radio. So go hit it and give us a like. You can also go, any Google users can download your favorite podcast app or a podcast app. Search for, for Geeksters there and we'll be there for you. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. But if you want to contact Sean on anything we've talked about or just want to talk to Sean, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And we'll see you next week, folks. Bye! Well, there you have it, folks. That was the news brought to you by Geeksters. There you go. Geeksters, your first line of defense when it comes to motivation. (laughs) 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 Well, if you enjoyed the soulful stylings of Geeksters, you can listen to us on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And while you're at it, if you want to catch the... Pearls of Wisdom that we drop on our Facebook page, you can go to Geeksters Radio and hit the like button. That way you'll be up to date with all the shenanigans as it happens and when it happens. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. And don't forget, hit the about button so you can tell your friends where to download this fine podcast. If you haven't already told them about wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Or if you're a Google user, you can download a podcast app, search for us there, and we'll be there for you. And if you want to talk to Ed or contact him about anything you may have seen or heard or read on our page or on the show, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and on that note, we'll see you next week. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.